Welcome to episode 19. Today on site we have Mr. Rob Chamalka. And uh, yeah, we're at, what's this job called? Parkland. Uh, Parkland County Transfer Station. Transfer Station. So Parkland's dump. Basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so uh, Rob, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you grew up? Uh, so, I mean, I've been, I've been in Edmonton my whole life here. Um, Basically, I've lived on kind of the north side of the city since I was little. Um, went to just schools around there. Didn't move around a whole lot, so yeah. Just did you guys stay in the same house like your whole childhood? Uh, we were in two houses. We but like even when we moved, it was I think we were four blocks away to the to the new house. So, oh yeah, yeah, it was right in the same neighborhood. The, growing up the whole whole way there. And then where where did you go to high school? I went to Emmy Lazert. Emmy Lazert. Yeah, right on. Uh, what is that there? One forty fourth, one between one forty fourth, one thirty seventh, or something like that, right by Londonderry. Cool. And then, like, when you came out of high school, uh, did you go right into the trades, or like, how did how did when what did you do when you first came out of high school? Yeah. So actually, I started with my uncle right out of high school. I was still seventeen. Basically, first week out of high school, I started working with my uncle at. Uh, it was a restoration company called First General, uh, so he was one of the lead carpenters for the renovation side of that company. So I worked for him for uh, just short of a year, I think, and then I looked at transitioning into commercial. So I went through a merits program. It was like a little boot camp, so they kind of give you your your WMIS, your CSTS, and all those little courses. And then they actually find you placement. And I started, uh, I got placed with uh, PCL or a, I guess it was an off division called Coram at that time. And yeah, that's what started my commercial. And what, what was like, so you were first year when you came out of that program? Is that how it went? Or you were uh, a no, skilled laborer? Yeah, still, still just laborer. Yeah. Uh, Coram went through the typical, I think, three month process before they indentured me yeah uh, but yeah I just came out of the program as a, a laborer and just had a few few of the little or little tickets I guess and yeah just started off laboring with them and I think within probably three weeks I actually went and became one of their uh, assistant surveyors instead of laboring Oh, cool! So you did survey. Yeah, so I did survey with them for the the year that I was with PCL, basically. Like total station, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. We did yeah anything we needed. We did the uh, was at the CESA Center at the U of A. Yeah. So we did. There was I think four of us, and we we did all the layout, elevation, everything for the whole building. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a good start. Good start to the career. Definitely jump started, I guess you could say, for the the rest of it. So yeah, it's kind of neat transition. You went from restoration renos you know disaster relief yeah, yeah. <laughs> to like going straight into commercial and starting layout and starting yeah. to see how kind of doing the pre layout for how everything goes together you know? yeah yeah exactly yeah that's kind of neat that's a that's a neat start so um how long were you at pcl then uh it was about a year i was out yeah pcl for about a year i think i started in November of 2008 and then went just shy of 2000 I think it was probably summer of 2009 kind of deal yeah cool 
And then uh, from there you went on to where? So from PCL I went to Stuart Olson for, I think I just made five years and then transitioned from Stuart Olson to a smaller company that was, uh, it was basically started by a few of the, the supers and PMs and estimators from Stuart Olson called 988 Construction. And it was just a, a smaller, well started small concrete outfit. And then I was with them for about a year or two and then came to Shandos. So that seems really familiar to somebody who was recently on a podcast, uh, maybe Mr. Mike Batson. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I'm going to say he followed me for a while. We actually were at Stuart Olson together and then oh, really? both went okay. to 988 Construction and okay. now he actually, he's the one that uh, actually got us the interview for Shandos. He started I think a day or two before we did. And you interviewed with uh, Kara then? Yeah, Kara and um, I forget, Cal? Cal? I think it was Cal back in the, Cal? yeah. Cal, that's it, Cal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal Hollings. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Awesome, man. And then, uh, so you're at 988 and you were doing flat work or what, small gray beams, big stuff? Uh, we, so we did basically any sort of concrete. I was on more of the, uh, the bigger scale. So there was, a, there was a grade beam kind of division that stuck with that to try and knock those out of the park quick and easy. But I did a lot of the, uh, I did a lot of the bigger. So we did uh, reservoir out in Drayton Valley. So there was uh, 18 to 22 foot walls with all suspended slabs, columns, the whole deal. Uh, and then we went to, I ended up having to fix a job out in the uh, South South Common area, I think it was. It was by the uh, Cineplex Theater there. It was uh, uh, just, uh, I think a four or five story kind of housing facility. And one of the elevator cores got poured out of plum, so we had to ring it and then fix that. So I worked on that till that was kind of caught up. And then I went to work on a Mercedes dealership with, uh, with them and then finished off at the uh, South Common Canadian Tire. Cool. And then that's where, when I came over here. So you did the South, South Common Canadian Tire? The beginning portion, yes. Like, like the foundation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started it and then... Man, you guys were in a hole of mud and water the whole time you were there. <laughs> That's pretty much concrete, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. And then you came to Shandos. What was your first project at Shandos? Um, the very first job we went to with Shandos was the uh, Leduc Mazda dealership. Oh, with Jared. I think, yeah, Jeff Leon Zawoski. and Jeff, well, Jeff, yeah, Jeff Zawoski was just transitioning out right as we got there. It was towards the end of the project. And yeah, it was uh, Leon, Roy, and was it Jer Jared? Jared. Queering? Yeah. Queering? Yeah, I think he was the, uh, there was the, the Mazda, and I can't remember what the other side was, I but know. yeah. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was the first job, and we did a few smaller curbs and random grade beams, and uh, we did that Kennedale Eco Station roughly around the same time. We Jeremy finished Parker. off, yeah, we finished that off, and then our big, our first big one was uh, Bentley at the U of A with um, I forget the super there, Andrew now. Murphy. Andrew, yes, Murphy, exactly. Cool. So, like, what what did we do at Bentley? Like, I thought that was Comslab. 
the so we did the whole uh, we did all the footings oh, and really? the foundation walls and the first so between the parking slab and the main floor was a structural slab. Okay. And then yeah, then it was calm floor after that, but the balconies were structural slab tied into calm floor. Oh man, what and, a shitty design. Yeah, and then the 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 columns were still concrete columns and the elevator and stair cores were concrete. Oh wow, what yeah. a mix. Yeah, it was a Like it was lots a very... of going off site and then coming <laughs> back on site and then Yeah, I think we basically just kept like a skeleton crew yeah. of like, like three between. or four guys just uh, steady between we jump between the columns and the and the uh, balconies, yeah. Hmm. And when did you get your journeyman ticket? I finished my journeyman. That would have been I think around the 2012-2013 mark. Okay. I would have finished. Yeah, it took me it took me about 5 years I think from start to finish. Cool. Awesome. And then uh, so from like from Bentley you went where? You kind of been everywhere since then. Yeah, yeah, we've done a few jobs. I can't I honestly don't remember what was right after Bentley cuz we were at we were at a bunch of different jobs doing little little concrete work and then filler when when we could. We went out to Regina for a while and did the uh, foundations at the East Gate Center, with David Earl? I think it was. Yeah, with David Earl yeah. and uh, Carlos there. So we did that. I think we were there for that was about three or four months. I think we were there doing that. Um, and then where I started at the uh, oh, I can't remember the job name now. There with uh, Jeremy Parker by the uh, almost by touch mark there. I think it was by the Hamptons. That. No, not Hamptons. The uh, by the the cop station there on uh, 156 that old folks uh, expansion that we were doing oh uh, not Villamarg yeah Villamarg yeah Villamarg yeah yeah so I was there for a little bit and then that's when I basically went from there to the Hamptons on uh, more of like on the foreman side I guess you could say okay yeah okay so, in your plethora of experience so far, what's your favorite thing in construction right now? Oh. Honestly, I, I don't know what my favorite thing would be. Like the <laughs> whole, the whole construction experience to me is, is it's been it's been a challenge, and and that's kind of what I enjoy, right? I like the the planning, the thinking, the what we can kind of do better and how we yeah. can make it different and grow and I've been on a few challenging ones recently so it's been it's been really good for my personal growth I guess and yeah let's talk about that so you um, you recently just finished up at Seafood City and yeah. you, you pretty much were given the reins from Mr. Brian Hennessy with Brian in the background but you pretty much ran Seafood City in Edmonton here how, how was that how did the, how did you 
<laughs> like when you every time you run a job, you, like you always like every time you run a job, you, you grow, right? Like yeah. there's there's stuff you're never gonna do again. There's stuff that you're gonna pre-plan better. So like that was kind of, was that your first kick at the cat at like running the show? I would say at, at that scale for sure. Um, I've I've ran little jobs before back with other companies, and I've done you know I was a, a foreman for concrete and stuff like that. But as far as like full building scope. That was yeah. That was the first one, kind of getting giving or getting that much, uh, uh, I guess, reins as far as as far as uh, the whole entire job. And then, like you say, pers personal growth. Every job you're gonna learn kind of new things. And that one was a very very quick paced. Uh, lots of trades on top of each other. So I definitely learned a lot of as far as constructability for like their side of things. I know I know the carpentry side really well, but it was it was really good learning how they need to do things and now that helps me moving forward kind of like figuring out how to plan things a little better and, mm -hmm. and kind of knowing what should go before what and what kind of messes other things up and then like even i've never worked with refrigeration before so that had it, was it had a refrigeration yeah it had a lot of different different parts to it i've never i haven't uh gotten to see before so and then there's not very often too you get job from start to finish so it was nice to kind of see everything and then actually see the project at the end, what it became. Cool, man. That's awesome. And then, uh, so you finish up Seafood City. They got occupancy yesterday, so congrats. Yeah, thank you. Again, that was with uh, Brian and Tom Chisholm, and there was a whole bunch of people involved. But it was it was your show. Like, it was pretty much your show. Oh, yeah. There so, was definitely a whole team, and, yeah, and like yeah. it wouldn't have been what it was without it. But yeah, yeah. You, you, was, had, uh, you had some great team oh, members yeah. on there. That's awesome, man. And so you go from uh, Seafood City all the way out to here at the dump. <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this project? So this one, uh, it's it's a little smaller, but it's it's very widespread. So it's, it's phased into two kind of phases. Uh, we are adding two new scales, so an in and an out kind of uh, extra scale system. Uh, we're widening the roads, repaving basically the whole whole way around. Uh, there's a, a new sawtooth kind of thing, which is just where they, they back their bins up to. Um, so we're kind of prepping for that right now. Actually, probably about half to three quarters done the first one of that. And then we're expanding the second sawtooth. And then once we get the sawtooth operational, we get to demo the existing uh, sorting building, I guess you can kind of call it, and we're building one that's like, I think it's almost four times the size of what's there right now. So that's awesome. And you're working with Mr. Brent Fisher. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, so, what are some of the things that you're learning about yourself when it comes to running a pro like running a project, running a job site? Like, what are some of the things like internally that you're really you know, what do you like? What do you not like? What do you wish you did better? Um, well, I mean, there's always going to constantly be things that I, I kind of wish I did better. And I'm, I seem like it's like it's back to seafood city. I seen a lot of that. I thought that I had the kind of the planning mentality and I thought that like, I, I was always ahead of the game, but a lot of that one became reactionary, which I, I definitely learned is, a struggle and a lot harder so there's I definitely want to kind of work on on the the pre-planning part of it and and uh, kind of catching everything before it becomes an issue instead of you know just becoming reactionary um, 
definitely learning that I, I, I like this, this side of it and I like uh, kind of growing with the team and kind of, I guess, learning everything from, from the upper side down and, and helping, helping all the trades kind of learn and grow too. And everyone's been so far pretty good with the whole collaborative mentality, especially like Seafood City, we wouldn't have got through without it. And then this one, I'm kind of, I preach the same kind of thing. Everyone kind of works together. If you see an issue, try and, try and bring it up before it's a problem. Don't just say, ah, oh, that's someone else's issue. So that's something that I'm trying to really focus on here and I think moving forward. That's awesome, man. You know, like one, it, it's interesting, like construction is so people culture involved. Mm -hmm. Like why we're in construction, it's more than just money. Like honestly, it's it's more than just making ends meet. Because yeah. if we wanted to make ends meet, mm -hmm. fucking go work at Cabela's <laughs> and yeah. get discounts on gun sales and stuff. But like it, if, like the people aspect of what we do you grow every project. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so cool. how is that for you? Because you're you're not this like flip tables <laughs> kind of very you know, alpha dog kind of person. Like you're you're very level headed and uh, I'm gonna say calculating. So how how do you think people take that coming onto your job site? Like do you do you find you're really good at, you know, communicating or do you find like sometimes people just get frustrated because you are a quiet guy or how um, does that work? Yeah, it's it's been a little difficult. Like I'm I'm definitely trying to find that balance now that you're saying. I'm, I'm definitely trying to communicate more, trying to be a little more outspoken and, and trying to, uh, I guess, be a little more stern. Because like you say, I, 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 am, I am kind of that calculator. I like to pre-plan things. I like to have things flow and I was noticing, yeah, people would say yes to me and then still not do what I asked them or stuff like that. So I'm definitely trying to trying to find that balance because I don't want to I don't want to be the guy that well, I don't think I could be the guy that yells all the time and like freaks out like you say like flip tables and stuff. But uh, it's, why did you look at me when you said that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, uh, no, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting like I said balance to try and find is to. to to get your point across and, and be in that supervisor role, but still have people work with you and for you, I guess you could say. Yeah. And like still a, a want teammate, to work. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. It's, and it's, build uh, that respect and rapport yeah, with them. Yeah. yeah. So like, I would consider you like very much an introverted person, but don't think that you need to be an extrovert in order to lead the team. Mm -hmm. We have some very successful uh, introverted leaders yeah. within Chandos. Like, you know, there's there's quite a few. Like Rob Lieber is yeah. very very much an introvert, <laughs> yeah. but he's a very good leader, yeah, right? Absolutely. And he doesn't kick and scream. And, no. um, so one of the things that you you'll have to learn your way. The more you jobs you get, and the more you know, the more stuff you get to run on your own, um, you'll have to learn you know your way how to communicate and get that expectation. It is it is a difficult thing to. Um, it is a difficult thing to kind of hone. Yeah. And but like you know what, honestly, Rob, like it, it, nobody's ever going to teach you. Maybe they'll teach you new products and new designs and new specs, but they'll never teach you as much as you know right now about mm -hmm. construction, right? Um, it's it's at this point in your career, it's more about you 
growing and just doing the doing the job. Yeah. And experience will come. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So with that being said, like you you're 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 aiming for like you've been a foreman on a couple of projects now. <clears throat> and you're aiming for the GF program is is that kind of where you want to go and then eventually superintendent yeah that's yeah that's definitely the direction I'm looking at now um, I think I started I started a few of those uh, the blue seal courses and the uh, the NCSO and yeah I'm definitely I wasn't sure kind of took me a little bit to, to feel it out but yeah that's I think now after like you say the few jobs that I've been on and working with the supers I have which have all been fantastic so that's probably helped me but I, I definitely feel a lot more comfortable and, and want to aim towards that yeah that GF program and eventually eventually superintendent yeah superintendent is the hardest job yeah honestly it's uh, there is so much uh, critical inventory that you have to do not only on a daily basis, but like an hourly basis, mm -hmm. and like you have to be, you gotta be on your game. Yeah, you gotta be one hundred percent on your game. You slip, the whole job may mess up. Oh yeah, right. For sure. So it's a it's a big it's a big responsibility. Um, that's awesome, man. That's uh, that's exciting. So we kind of got work talk out of the way. Let's talk about your eight thousand kids you got <laughs> and your super super amazing wife, and I believe. You're related to somebody who works at Shandos as well, and maybe we try not to talk about it. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. Uh, uh, tell me about your kids. Yeah, so I got I got two boys. Uh, one is eight, and the other is five. Uh, so grade three in kindergarten. So my wife is loving that right now, trying to teach them at at home school. Yeah. So yeah, they've been they've been going a little bit stir crazy, but overall overall they've been taking it pretty good. I guess we try and. Do as much as we can with them and keep them engaged and What's use up some of their. Uh, so Garrett is eight, and then Hayden's the five-year-old. Garrett and Hayden. Yeah. Okay. And your wife's name is uh, Kathleen. Kathleen. Yeah. How'd you guys meet? Uh, so actually, we met in high school. So we had a few classes together, and then we uh, we didn't talk after high school there for for quite a few years and actually I ran into her again which is a really interesting and funny story but I ran into her while picking out a piece of jewelry for a now ex-girlfriend and we kind of swapped numbers at that point and then when things went sideways with that that uh, girl I just kind of messaged her and we oh, started hanging out again yeah <laughs> and things went from there nice that's awesome man and then, uh, so you guys have been together how long? We have now been together for just over 10 years. Wow, yeah. good for you. Right on. And, and what does she do for work? She currently is a financial coordinator with uh, Oasis Orthodontics. Okay. So yeah, she's, uh, they're starting, I think they're starting to roll back to work here pretty soon, but with the, the pandemic that's still going on, she's still able to work from home for the most part because they're not going to accept any new clients until this she's is kind of over. She's got double duties. So. Well, she's yeah. got triple duties. She's got wife. <laughs> no, she's got quad yeah. duties. Wife, mom, but then she's... Teacher and... Teacher yeah. and accountant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so she's 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 going to be busy once they, they get back here next week, I think, so... Yeah. We'll see how we'll see how it goes. So you, you better not complain about how hard <laughs> yeah. your day is. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Okay, awesome, man. Um, and then so Daryl is your dad. Yeah. 
how did like have you worked on and off with your dad throughout construction as well? Uh, yeah, actually. So when I started at First General, he was there already with with my uncle, and then we both left First General. He went over to a few other other places while I did that whole uh, program with Merritt there, and went over to PCL. And then when I came over to Stuart Olson, he actually uh, followed. And then when I went to 988, he came as well. And then when I came to Shandos, he actually went over to Stuart Olson for a little while again. And then I think it was a year or two after he, he came over here. Nice, that's cool. And uh, how does that dynamic work when you guys are working on site together? Honestly, I don't think we've really been on a site together since we first started at uh, at Stuart Olson. And even then, we were so spread out that oh, really? we never really, never ran into each other. We seen each other in the lunchroom, and that was kind of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really, I haven't worked with him directly on a site. Are you chomping at the bit to boss your dad around? <laughs> I I don't know because <laughs> I think though it's it would be a. It would be kind of a weird, weird dynamic, and obviously, being my dad, I, I don't want to give him any special privilege. And <laughs> I think it would just kind of be looked at it like that, though. So yeah. I don't know. I think it would be okay, but yeah. definitely, I think it would definitely be a, a little bit to get used to. That's funny. <laughs> it's funny. So, uh, as a family, what do you guys like to do for fun? Um, so, well, my kids honestly take up uh, a lot of our time with, between the, uh, they're both in soccer, they're both in swimming. We try and keep them uh, in as many little things like that as we can right now without being able to do much. We have more time, but the uh, oldest wants to start, try and start boxing, so we're looking into a program for that. Uh, other than that, uh, I also manage a, a women's a soccer team so that takes up a little bit and then I started coaching my oldest son here just last uh, indoor season and then this outdoor if it gets going uh, and then other than that we we try and get out camping a few times a year we got a nice little tow behind trailer that we take out so and then uh, the wife wants to start looking at doing a little more uh, traveling since we went on our uh, kind of honeymoon there last year we went to a few places so yeah talk about that so you you like you spent your life savings <laughs> yeah. on traveling Europe so like where, where did you guys land how long was your trip so we went for I think we went for about two weeks or just shy of two weeks I think it was 12 days uh, we went to we started out in Rome for about three days and then we flew from Rome over to uh, Santorini in Greece, just uh, one of the uh, kind of islands there, and then we took a, a, a ferry, I guess, like across over to Paros, and then from Paros we went to and finished our, our trip kind of off in uh, Athens, so just, yeah, just uh, Italy and Greece, and it was, uh, yeah, it was a really, really good trip, like you say, expensive as heck, but <laughs> we made it work, and uh, now she's kind of got that travel bug though and wants to go every year yeah so we'll see yeah that's awesome man and so like with all the covid stuff are you guys gonna try and get out camping more each like what, do, what are any plans for the summer 
Yeah, we well we had a few places booked and had to kind of cancel it. So now we're we're looking at trying to again, but it seems with uh, the campsites being at kind of half capacity and everyone's doing the same thing. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna get into. Her family's got a little cabin off uh, by Fork Lake, just uh, north of the city there. So we might we might just honestly pull the trailer up there and just park it on their their land and kind of treat that as our little camping getaways for this this year but yeah we don't really have anything in the books right now so i'll kind of have to see where what yeah there's, we can get. there's also off-grid camping right they didn't yeah. shut any of that down like if you take the forest trunk road from nordic yeah and go either north or south man is there good country like alberta oh, yeah. is so diverse like we got desert to freaking mountain yeah so it's like yeah. It's, there, there's lots to do in Alberta if you want to go travel. Yeah. Um, a cool touristy thing is the actual center of Alberta. That's that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. So that's that's like you got to drive north. It's on the Grizzly Highway, but like um, that's that's pretty neat. But uh, cool, man. Um, any more kids for you guys? Are you two and done? Yeah, I think we're we're we're. We're two and done. Yeah, there's there's definitely no no kids planned in the future. <laughs> I def I can't say there is no possibility because I mean anything can happen still right now. But um, yeah, I've, we're we're just planning on the two though. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today, man. I appreciate you coming. Uh, is there anything else you want to share with the team? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, kind of covered most of mine. Uh, No, not really. I think we're. I think you touched on everything. Other than that, I think everyone on Chandos is just doing an amazing job with this whole pandemic that's going around. I think everyone's pushed forward. But uh, as far as my my life and everything, I think we're. I think we're good. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, so we'll get back at it. But uh, you have a great day. Okay, thanks, Chaz.